Man, I just remembered that I had this really cool intro that I made myself for my podcast. And when my computer crashed, it went with it because I don't back my shit up. And then I tried fixing the problem myself, tried to be like Apple support genius bar all in one. It ended up not working out. And so I had to start from scratch. I'll make a new one. It'll be cool. Probably not in time to drop this because I clearly like I really it's this is about Kanye just FYI and I think that things are moving so quickly that I could drop this tonight and something is going to happen tomorrow morning and then this will be dated and I think this is why I haven't done anything on Kanye it's because you're constantly getting updated this man's on roll basically so let's like nutshell it right no not nutshell it what is it called like on netflix when it catches you up on everything that's happened before you binge watch the next season the recap boom let's recap so this fool's been off twitter he came back on twitter and he started shooting out cool words of wisdom at first i was like super on point because he's talking about being creative and your thoughts and your ideas you shouldn't compromise for like anybody and just that's your currency and so it's like oh man it's go Kanye but then he started saying some shit like don't focus on ownership of your ideas you know it's fine that you don't get credit and then I went like yeah I tuned out after that to be completely honest with you plus the Cole album drop which I'm gonna do a whole separate podcast on because I have so much to talk about when it comes to that album and I feel like these one listen reviews don't get the actual I guess you don't get the actual nuggets from the album that you would had you reviewed it after a week or after two weeks personally I'm not looking to say this is hot or this isn't hot I feel like Cole's one of those artists that leaves little hints here and there of whether it's production wise because I believe he did every song in this album except for Kevin's Heart which was produced by T-Minus Okay, but I think he leaves like a little, like, you know how in Marvel movies, they have, what are they called? Easter eggs for some odd reason. I don't know. Maybe they're called Easter eggs because they're hidden. But then I had an Easter egg party and the eggs are all over the floor. Like, you don't really hide them. But anyway, that's besides the point. What I'm saying is I'm I'm looking for those things so that I can talk about those things. Like if you went to uh, his concert for Four Your Eyes Only, he takes a moment during the performance where he basically shows us that he flipped his own beat for Forbidden Fruit off of the Born Sinner album to make the neighbors beat on Four Your Eyes Only. And it's, it was a cool moment. Callie, listen. So things like that, right? And now I'm seeing, I'm not even talking about what I initially was here to talk about, which is Kanye. So just know the cold thing is coming and that's why I'm taking a while about it. But back to Kanye. Came on Twitter, had cool words of wisdom, then a little bit of weird words of wisdom and you just kind of pick and choose what you want to be inspired by when it comes to Ye. And then came the day that he went like a little too far i wouldn't even say left because it's like too too far right (laughs) and he wore a maga hat and he talked about donald trump and he loves donald trump and this is the thing because there's been moments in the past where clearly he met with trump at trump tower during a concert he said that he would have voted for trump if he voted but if i 
So there's these little bits of him already saying and aligning himself in that manner. But I guess just wearing the hat and then getting it signed by Donald and then Trump freaking retweeting him and then tweeting about him. It just feels... And I think this is something where people would be like, well, that's his opinion. Well, that's his side. Yes, that is your opinion. That is your side. Like, I'm not going to judge you based off of who you're rooting for, supporting, voting for, aligning yourself with, blah, blah, blah. But when you push it so publicly, then you're opening yourself up for public opinion about what you're pushing, especially with the past that you've had in critiquing government and with the way in which you're pushing it now, where it has more of a political feel to it. Because I have seen tweets like, I don't look to artists for my political views. And okay, you if you don't, you don't. But at the same time, it's not like we brought this shit up. Kanye did. Kanye put it into this public platform. Now, he drops two songs. One was Troll Record, Off Bat, Sounded Like Nardwar. whoop de scoop de poop and do What I do want to get to is the other song that he dropped because I think that is where what I have been looking for these past couple weeks arose. Um, The song he dropped, Ye Versus the People, featuring T.I., where him and T.I. are basically debating on record. Which is cool. I really like that concept. What you willing to lose for the part to be true? And what I've been trying to find is something that I can see or understand from Kanye's point of view. That's not necessarily my point of view. So as we go into this, let's practice empathy, which is what I am really, really, really trying to push here. Because what empathy is, is we've all heard it, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And in this case, in this fool's Yeezys, okay? And really try to see and feel and think from their perspective and have compassion. Seek understanding in that sense. Not seek an angle in which you're going to attack them. Not like, what can I use for my response? No, really trying to hear them out to understand them and then have compassion for them. That's empathy. And it takes you removing your own opinion, removing your own experiences, removing your own perspective, literally being in somebody else's shoes, okay? And I think that's what this song was supposed to be for like for someone who doesn't get why he's doing this like ti he's representing the people and kanye explaining his side of the story and his perspective he makes mention of how make america great again had a negative perception i took it boy rocked it gave it a new direction i don't necessarily feel that kanye wearing a mega hat made it any less negative at all In the same way that the N-word being used by a black person does not make it any less hurtful when a white person says it, the negative energy around it is still very much there. Hence why there's so much tension whenever that word arises from the wrong set of lips. But it is giving insight into his, like, why he did it. Like, he was, like, trying to take the power out of the MAGA hat. And then he says this line about his approach to everything. Yeah, I just approach a different like a gang truce. The first blood to shake a crip's hand. Practicing empathy here. This is a very, very, very powerful line. And I think that, and I think first hearing it, it's like, damn, that's a, 
One, that's a dope bar. I don't know if Kanye's writing his own raps or whoever wrote it. This is not to knock him because he's said to have writers. But it's a dope bar. It gives you insight into how he's thinking, right? But if you look up truce, it's when two opposing sides come together for this treaty of sorts, this deal of sorts in order to gain peace or progression or benefits to both sides right so compromise so that both can benefit but i don't necessarily know that kanye was ever against trump to begin with i don't know that he was ever necessarily opposed to him to then have this truce so then it's more so like he is being metaphorical here where he representing us people of color and minorities is the first to shake Trump's hand like a gang truce. And I promise you, I'm practicing empathy, trying to understand him. But I think I think he's has a great intention if that's what his r- true intentions are. If this is how he's seeing it, like, look, I'm the one that is going to go ahead of the pack, show everybody that if we just embrace this guy, it'll get better. I feel like If that's his intention, he articulated that in this line. But it's hard to believe because, like I said, he it didn't feel like he had any tension with Trump in the first place. It would be different if someone who publicly didn't have good opinion or, or stance on our president, Donald Trump. That's so weird to say. Uh, if they were the ones that were seen with Trump in order to now feel like okay some progress is probably being made right now and so i think his intent was articulated well in that line although i don't think what's actually happening and the reality is articulated in that line because a gang truce like the bloods and like the crips had benefits and progress for both bloods and crips to stop killing each other to now have a treaty between each other so if kanye is representing us what's trump's part of the treaty and what's trump's part of the truce do you feel me like what are we getting out of this exchange then because then it doesn't seem like that's what's really happening because it seems very personal like like kanye and trump may have personal benefits towards this but if you're really saying like you're trying to do what a gang truce is like the bloods and the crips it wasn't uh only one blood and only one crip that benefited off of that it was both sides and the members the communities the neighborhoods from both sides right so it's like yay is saying because he's doing it it's a representation of us all doing it and us all progressing but it's like uh We're the ones that still got to deal with this fool's policies. And as it relates to people of color and minorities get discriminated against, we don't know necessarily that that changes just because you're his homie. If you're saying like, look, I'm open and I'm being embraceful of Trump as you believe we all should. What is he now doing? Is he embracing? Is he going to stop shitting on us as a people? Is he going to stop looking at Mexicans like rapists and criminals? Is he going to start acknowledging black heroes? Has he besides bigging you up yay because see that's where i can feel like it's personal right so then it, it like just stepping aside from it it's like your intent maybe something and maybe what you're articulating and then i can understand that but what's have what's the reality is not really it because in reality it's a less like a peace treaty and more like a deal with the devil is what it feels like it feels very much like you are giving up something in order to be in good graces kanye's at the vma said he's gonna run in 2020 now it's 2024 i have decided in 2020 to run for president 
So clearly your your motivations or thought pattern isn't just on what's happening today, what's happening this week, what's happening this year. Kanye's set forth on a journey to the White House. So it what it feels like is a very political, personal move. You even start off this song saying, it's Donald who made you feel like you could be the next president. Trump won and proved that I could be president. So that's pretty much where my journey's at at this point. Still trying to figure it out. I'm not giving up on Ye because I feel like it's fucked up. We're the support system to this person, whether we like it or not. Like a family, you have that person. You do not know why they make the certain decisions that they do. But at the same time, they fed you when you were hungry and they helped you build your house and shit like that. You're not going to give up on you. You should like I, I don't. I personally don't feel like you should. So you can't like go so far as to discredit everything he's done. Uh, people like to clown me- about mental health or he's on drugs or he's losing it. And it's like, what kind of people are we that that's why we turn our back on him then? Like, and, and of course, again, like I said in the beginning, like his first record that he dropped was a troll. Yes, he he does this. He did this with Life of Pablo. He went like he goes on crazy Twitter tangents right before albums drop and shocks us and like puts us under his spell and like we're super engaged and we know it. We know that he hasn't tweeted until this day. It's like a bad dude or bad chick for you. You know they're only hitting you up in this one moment to get this one thing from you. And then they're not going to talk to you again until they need this one thing again. And you just fall for it because you care about this person. We care about him. Don't try to front like you don't. And it's okay that you do. It's okay that you care about someone you feel is fucking up right now. And so that can also help you understand them. Like, then practice empathy. I'm trying to. But I will say, I wish that I had waited to purchase all the shit that I bought on Yeezy Supply. Spent like $600 on a site. And that's not a lot to a lot of people, but that's a lot to me. Especially because the shit looked like... This purse, I'm going to make this purse like the the picture for this podcast episode. I, I I know that I wouldn't have bought it had this stuff happened a week earlier, but I did. And then I didn't. I was so happy to get the stuff that like I threw all the packaging away and I looked up their return policy when he was saying all these things that didn't fit my own way of thinking. And then I looked into like reselling and I don't know how to work eBay, honestly, but I am doing something to the pieces that I got. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I'm remixing them to make me feel a little bit better about spending a lot of money and then not really feeling okay with the person that I bought this stuff from. Ah, and real quick, because I think this this line is actually more in line with something that's happening current day than it is with the Kanye thing. And I think it's something we should definitely observe uh and that is north korea and south korea right now kim jong-un and i believe the president of south korea's name is pronounced moon jae-in this is like some the first blood to shake the crib's hand peace treaty type rap line they've been at war for 68 years north korea and south korea and today or yesterday the two met at the border right the border between north korea and south korea it's literally like a cement line and i don't know if you've seen videos before but there's like a video of uh people trying to escape north korea to south korea because as soon as they touch land in south korea they're like free of north korean rule 
But until they get up, up into that point, there's guards. There's like North Korean guards and they can shoot at you. And if they kill you before you get there, they kill you. But they have to stop as soon as you step over like this concrete line, right? That's on, a, that's on video, someone actually getting across that line and being chased by North Korean guards and shot at, uh, but making it over but also there's this, I think there, I saw this story where South Korea has been playing like K-pop super loud to annoy the guards in North Korea. It's it's funny, really not, but it's it's funny. Uh, and then as soon as they heard of like, okay, these two leaders are going to be talking, they like shut off the K-pop to stop annoying them. But anyway, they met at the line. They shook hands at the line. So this is like, this is actually a very vivid depiction to this analogy of like the first blood to shake a crip's hand. And it almost feels like at any second, one of them's going to be like, psych, because I believe they've not these two, but in the past leaders have been like, okay, we're going to have peace. We're going to call a truce. And it didn't really happen. But I was watching the footage and they're shaking hands. Like it was the first time Kim Jong-un stepped on South Korean soil. And then he asked, the president of South Korea, Moon Jae-in, to stand on North Korean soil and shake hands as well. Watching it and understanding the context, that shit is powerful. And I think that is a clearer correlation than Kanye being cool with Trump. Because it really is. It's not like Kanye is was someone that was outspoken about Trump now saying, like, okay, let's call it peace. And we feel like, oh, yeah, you're representing us. But again, I'm trying to be empathetic. And also... I feel like Kanye could have just re-released his track Everything I Am at this moment and it still makes sense. Talking shit, but when the shit hit the fan, everything I'm not maybe everything I am. Even in the new record, he's like, Haven't I always been against the grain? He says that's a TI. And that makes sense when it comes to like fashion or like music, but I ain't talking about people's real lives lives. This fool Trump has policies that will make it really, really hard for us to live well, to live healthy, to live, period. But yeah, if you maybe have a re-listen to everything I am. And that's pretty much where I'm at with this situation. So expect an update maybe as soon as Kanye updates, which is probably, he probably already did. He probably, in the time it took to listen to this podcast, he probably has another song out and more tweets and an interview. <laughs> but hey, at least you get where my mind's at. I was just about to upload this podcast and then Kanye posted. See, that's I'm so hesitant about doing it, but I really want to get this out. So Kanye posted a picture of the doctor that performed surgery on his mother before she passed away. It was cosmetic surgery. She died after getting liposuction, tummy tuck and a breast reduction. And I feel like Kanye has a lot harbors a lot of guilt for this. Because his mom was searching for doctors to do this surgery. Him and his mom were, I believe. And other doctors didn't give her clearance. For example, Dr. Andre Abulian, he's a Beverly Hills surgeon, told CNN he refused to operate on her. He says, I always insist on a medical clearance for women over 40. And in this instance, it was particularly important because of a condition she had that I felt could have led to a heart attack. And I think maybe uh, Ye and his mom didn't take 
the nose into that heavy consideration, the nose as the declines from doctors. So they searched for a doctor. They found one that said yes. And then the surgery happened and she passed away after surgery while she was recovering at home. In the post, well, it was it was a text message thread that Kanye had about the album cover saying like he doesn't want to have hate anymore. So he wants to make this his album cover. And I believe I get more so what he's trying to accomplish. And it's just like a, a very extreme form of of forgiveness and letting love overfill you even in places where you have hate and I know he posted as well he kind of challenged people to get in contact with someone that they don't they have an argument with or they feel like they hate and aren't on good terms with and just tell them that they love them I'm not necessarily opposed to this practice I really feel like that is a good exercise being able to forgive people that your pride first tells you not to your heart at first tells you not to it doesn't mean be their friends it means forgive them right for however much they hurt you so then in fact you're not shackled to the pain and you're not a prisoner to that grudge there's even like a I think I saw this in the movie The Interpreter, if I'm not mistaken. There's a practice where, it, I believe it's in Africa, if someone kills a member of your family, what they do is they sail the family and that person to the middle of the ocean, shackle that person and put them to drown. And it's up to the family to forgive them in that moment and let them rise up or to let them die. And I think that's a very extreme practice of like serving justice, but in the same respect, letting forgiveness be an option in this manner. Crazy. But these things do happen around the world. And as it relates to Kanye, I can understand the extreme form of forgiveness that he's giving right now to the surgeon that performed his mother's last surgery. All right, until next update, guys. Pasa fuera.